right. Yo. Uh, Here we go. Let's get it. We bought a keyboard. Get ready for some bars. Y'all are gonna regret this. It ain't gonna be real. Making big six dogs. Max Guess what he says next? The same thing again. I got big boobs. Big boobs. Max Keeble's big boobs. Josh Peck's big boobs. It just keeps. We can just turn it off because he just keeps doing this. Bars, bars, bars. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to a very special episode of We Bought a Mic. We're bringing you a commentary track, which we haven't done this in about a year. Yeah, last one was bright. Mm-hmm. That was about a year ago where we did that. Thank so, God we're watching a real piece of cinema. Yeah, yeah. This is shaping up to be a, a much, Listen, much more engaging. I've been film. I've been ringing my bell over here in the corner for months now. And you're Drew Dietzen. Yeah, I'm Drew Dietzen. Mm-hmm. Right, we should introduce oh, I'm, ourselves. I'm Hunter Mobley. and I'm I, Ernest Calderon. Yeah. But this is a chill episode. We're on the couch. We got. You guys we, might be chilling. I'm, I'm losing it right now. <laughs> we're doing commentary. Over the most layered piece of conspiracy fiction ever made, Max Keeble's big move. 2001's own Max Keeble. It's on HBO, so no, boot up your HBO. Quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. HBO. It's not TV. It's Max Keeble. <laughs> so the logline is: After learning that he's moving, a bullied seventh grader pulls off a series of elaborate pranks to get revenge on his tormentors, only to learn. That he's not moving after all. Spoilers. Come on, HBO. Well, it was in the trailer. Okay. That, the big part of it was like the twist. Gotcha. Your logline, I've learned from Blake Snyder, fellow children's movie writer. You got to have irony in your logline if you want to write a bad movie. That's it's, the rule. <laughs> it stars Alex D. Lintz as Max himself. Okay, yeah. we're gonna. I'm going to talk about this kid because he carries it. He's unbelievable. Larry Miller as principal. Jamie Kennedy as... Evil Ice Cream Man, Nora Dunn as Lily, Robert Cardin as Don. Uh, where's Josh Peck on this list, HBO? Josh Peck plays heavily into this. He is the best friend of Alex D. Linz. Uh, this is young Josh Peck, so he's still in prime shape. He's not a viner yet, don't this worry. This is when he peaked. You don't have to see him vining. There are eight people on the that have writing credit for this. <laughs> yeah, always Let's... a good sign for a movie. If you have like oh, wait, the... a lot of voices, no singular voice. There's some overlap here. No it's... vision. <laughs> <laughs> it's directed by Tim Hill and it's written oh, by uh, Jonathan Bernstein. Yeah. I, Mark I have fun facts Street. lined up. Like this is I don't have anything written down. This is all off top. Tim Hill, a longtime writer of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, I think you, yeah. you have brought this up before. I've brought all this up before <laughs> in like private conversation. All right. Okay. So uh, Drew initially wanted to have a timeout uh, thing where he would pause it at certain moments, but now you're saying you don't want to do that. You just want to turn the volume down. Well, well, I'm gonna pause at points, but okay. I just I you only get three pauses. This is like basketball. <laughs> yeah, I I'm okay. There's with like that. seven timeouts in a basketball game. Yeah, well, there's it's football. Like, there's like, it's yeah. like football. <laughs> it's like football, right? It's, it's like, like ball. One half of yeah, it's so like sport. I get three timeouts <laughs> per half of the movie. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so six. We agree. Okay, good. Uh, I hope to, as I've said before, this is a movie that just kind of by happenstance i my grandma had it and it was my favorite movie that she had and i spent a lot of weekends at her place i've seen this movie probably a hundred times uh i would i would like my goal with this commentary 
is to not only illuminate some truths of Max Keeble, which we will, but of America, but of America, of society, of filmmaking. Like, what is the point of making a film? We're going to get into all of this. So I'm like, I'm nervous. I know, Ernest, I know that you've seen this movie before. This is I'm going in raw dog to this movie. <laughs> I've never seen this movie before in my life. I am just the virgin yeah. who's being subjected to Max Keeble for the first time, and I have to just form my opinions on the fly. Well, that's the problem, because I'm going to be talking a lot. <laughs> I might when just I'm, be soaking it all in. That's the thing. It's going to be hard to juggle, but I have the knob. I have the power at my fingertips. Uh, so we're going to make this work. You mean toe tips? Yeah, I'm, I'm using my, my big toe okay. as a fingy. All right, so get ready. Uh, HBO, Max Keeble's Big Move, and we're going to click play in three, two, one, go. And go. And, and loading. And All right. HBO now. HBO didn't produce this movie, by the way. <laughs> it's not an but HBO original. This was are there are there boobs? Are there boobs and um, dragons? There's there's middle school horniness in this movie. <laughs> That's the best kind of horniness. <laughs> oh man, Is that old Disney? Disney logo. Oh, I know. Is, is this is this a good volume? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's getting picked up. Good lord. So. It starts off oof with this is a dream sequence. I'm going to tell you up front. God, don't I'm sorry. So, Max Keeble gets a message on his pager to deliver the mail <laughs> cuz he's a mailboy. This is very stylized. I know. But just this beginning Whoa. sequence. However, the, the <laughs> this is where all the budget went. Well, the great directing continues. So Max is like epically throwing papers at people. They're all catching it. Just wait for this cameo we're about to get. You guys are going to lose your minds. First Paper of all, Boy exposes well, ice cream vendor. First of all, Jamie Kennedy is playing an evil ice cream man, which is Amazing. not a, a person that we know. Not a not a recognizable character per se, but <laughs> yeah, he's literally an evil ice cream man. Dude, oh, this he's music. He's trying to murder Max. Yeah, he hates the Paper Boy. He's like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, again, this is all the dream sequence, so it's hyper-stylized. And look, Tony look, look who we have. Hawk. Tony it's Hawk. It's literally Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk just got pegged with a bunch of ice yeah. cream. He gets blasted. The re uh, you can tell the reason he's in it because he's wearing birdhouse gear, which is his clothing brand he was pushing at this point. Again, this is all, like, this is well shot. Yeah, it's it, there's a style to it. What is this? This song well is so directed. '90s. Like, I feel like this is just some. It's like a band that really yeah. wanted to it's be a song like with the innocence of pre 9/11 America. Yeah. Oh boy, which we'll get into. Don't worry, we'll get into 9/11. Yeah, it's opening up. So the Max Pandora's is confronting box. the evil ice cream man, and it's about to get playfully racist. You can tell it's a. <laughs> you can tell it's a dream. See, we have a yeah, definitely with a soft lens. Yes, it's clearly a dream. So we have Jamie Kennedy being a very racist, like, ninja character at this point. Jamie Kennedy's very white. Oh, boy. Yeah, so oh boy, now we switch to a kung fu parody. Uh, they're fighting each other. Max using his paper. Jamie Kennedy using ice cream scoops. <laughs> this is visionary. Like, how do you think of that? It's Whoa. literally, you need eight Got guys to think shot. of that, you know? So Max Keeble just blasted him with one fist, like 
30 feet in the air. I love when white people do fake uh, Asian, Asian yeah. accents and then also do kung fu. Yeah, and there's a backdrop of like Chinatown behind them, so you know. Yeah, that always it's always real. works. It's always great. So Jamie Kennedy, I didn't really, I wasn't familiar. He was apparently supposed to be like the next Jim Carrey kind of at one point. That's what Colin told me, friend mm. of the pod. Was he a stand-up? Uh, no, but he was the, this big absurd actor, just doing go, yeah. going huge. And in this movie, he's going for it. Oh shit! Like, there, is that a love interest? So that we I have see? a stunt. We already have a yeah. big stunt. Yeah. So Mike's Max just BMX jumped <laughs> right in front of this hot middle schooler <laughs> that we're supposed to be horny for as children. I want to say and as I children. Love- listen, I had a crush on this girl when I was a kid. And she's like in typical middle school fashion. She's like a foot taller than Max. Yeah. Well, because he's just entering. Uh, like secondary school like it, his school is like seventh through high school so she's like a high school girl I think Ooh. alright so his alarm went off it was all a dream I'm sorry for spoiling I shouldn't have spoiled but yeah. it, it was in fact a dream I think you are the coolest kid ever Whoa, bearded dragon he's got a bearded dragon I like it so we're getting a montage of him in front of the mirror Max is entering middle school. Dude, his hair is yeah. just amazing. And I'm, I, oh, that, that's he another just thing. woke up with just this perfect spike. Well, also, his hairline is like a two head. <laughs> this kid's got a fucking mane, dude. So we're meeting his parents. His mom is like a discount Molly Shannon. We type. still have some style, right, right. super stylized yeah. intro. Yeah, it's like this is my characters. mom, like these graphics pop up describing the parents and everybody. His mom is pretty vague. It's more about the dad, who is, by the way, you're going to be shocked by who's playing the dad. Oh, this the dad from oh Lizzie McGuire. Wow. Oh, my God. This cast, a family. this cast is a veritable who's who of Disney and Nickelodeon. So this is something that's Just interesting. Lobster. Max's dad has to wear – he's like an ad man who has to wear costumes to sell products. <laughs> So he's like a total cuck. They always talk about his. <laughs> they're boss. like, "Hey, lobster sales are down, so you have to dress like a lobster." So yeah, they're they're just lobster. establishing his dad as a cuck who can be moved at the drop of a hat by his boss, who's named Foge, which is <laughs> it's kind of like Lord Farquaad. It's a way to like sneak a cuss word in, right? You know, they'll say Foged again, oftentimes. <laughs> All right. So again, cool music. All right, Josh now, Peck. Yeah. So. We'll we'll get our is this like Ween right They're, now that we're listening to. We're what getting on this? the bus. We're meeting Josh Peck here. His oh, name man. is Robe. Was this pre Drake and Josh? It's around the same time it started. Okay. Oh one, it's it is pre though. Yeah, it's Amanda Show it's, era yeah, Josh exactly. Peck. So Fat Josh. His two friends are Josh Peck, who is an outcast who always wears a robe everywhere. So they call him Robe, of course. <laughs> uh, and then this redhead girl who's, like, the girl that he obviously should end up with. But he doesn't know it. Because Max wants to be a Chad. <laughs> this is the struggle of He the wants movie. to be a Chad, but he's just a little incel, so. He, but the, the thing is, Max is so cool. That's why I love this movie. He's just an easygoing, he, suave little Like, once he gets going with his swagger, he goes, he is so dope. So the, right now they're discussing going into middle school because this middle school is like one of those ones that's like seven through twelve, huh. like grades seven through twelve. 
So they're like really small compared to like some of the kids at this fucking school. Oh man. Great song. Oof. Just playing bangers in this soundtrack right now. Yeah, it's incredible. So we're about to meet all these characters. I'm just gonna have to point out where they're all from because it's insane. So we have these two reporter kids. It's a children's movie trope here. Malcolm in the middle, the brother, right there. Star-studded. Oh my god. We have a kid, yeah. This is all very over the top, but it's well done. It's well shot, well conceived. All right. Principal. Here's our principal, played by Larry Miller, classic kids movie villain. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in Princess Diaries. He's not a villain, but he is like a weird guy. Larry Miller has kind of had a tragic career. I hate to say, yeah. he was almost cast as Kramer. Oh, and he Whoa. never got the part was written for Larry Miller. This, you, if you look him up, audience, you'll recognize him. He's in so much, but he's not Kramer. I'll tell you that he's in Max Keeble. Oh no! So you tell me what who had a better career? But basically, this is our first villain. Well, we've already met Jamie Kennedy, so this is our second villain. We're five minutes in. This movie has like five villains. So Jamie Kennedy is not a full-on hallucination of Max. No, he really is an evil. Dreams. He's genuinely an evil ice cream man. Okay. That guy that we all know growing up. You know how the ice cream man just hates kids? Yeah. <laughs> just wants to murder them. He's the them. person who keeps them in business. Yeah, cuz why else would he have chosen to be an ice cream man, you know? Well, so Larry Miller is dead serious about his job. We have these two like reporter kids that are always getting the scoop on what's going on around school. Some film guys. Again, I was talking about this with that other movie. These movies serve as fantasy for kids who are not yet in middle school and high school. Right. Y you see this, you're like, damn, I can't wait. That shit's going <laughs> to be insane. All right. Here's our third villain. Troy McGinty. This, he's wearing like goth trip pants. He's, he's straight out of a hot topic. This kid. <laughs> He looks disgusting. His face is like, just People wait till you back see it. Away. Yeah. <laughs> ew, oh, yeah ew. This guy. He looks like His Paul Shear. Doesn't make sense. And nice. So this Great kid Troy McGinty is allowed to the the administration just lets him every day. He comes in with another kid's name on his shirt. Who who's, he's who's he's, gonna bully? Yeah, he's showing off. He's like, hey, I'm gonna bully this kid today. And no one ever stops the kid. <laughs> no one ever does anything. And it's written in, like, blood. Okay. <laughs> so we did just miss an, a critical moment. I'm not going to make you go back. They're calling Roll. And she says, Max Keeble here, Lil Romeo? And Lil Romeo says, yo, what's up? It's me. And it's Lil Romeo. I thought that I saw somebody that I was like, I recognize that guy. And he's playing Lil Romeo. He's playing himself. It's All right, hold on. The principal looks like he's in the Oval Office right now. Yeah, he gives this address <laughs> every morning that he's dead serious about. But he always leaves the camera on, and then he starts he's goofing like off. like a wannabe Nixon. This, yeah, this principal is like a dictator. He's dead serious about his <laughs> There's job. There's Lil' Romeo. Yeah, Lil' Romeo's cracking up. Uh-oh. He left the camera on. They're all just cracking up at him. Classic. It is. So now we have Josh getting horny at the science teacher. Oh, shit. Well, that's a... That's and she's a, a... Oh, God, Josh is losing his shit Yeah, right he's, now. Already, he's already tingling. <laughs> he's already horny. Oh, pheromones. Yeah, oh, she's... Shit. Day one of school, she's getting right into pheromones. 
the horniest Whoa. thing. Or the first day of sixth grade. Nature's dating service, she says. I mean, this is like, this is a horny scene. She's lighting the this Bunsen burners. Every boy in this class is just like yeah. trying to get some. Her name is Mrs. Dingman. <laughs> Dingman. <laughs> oh, God. Josh is sweating so much. So she puts a drop of these pheromones on her on her hand, and she's opening the window. So I don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed that in the background, it's like all dudes, and there's like one girl in the back of the class yeah. who also raises her hand. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me get in on that. <laughs> Um, so immediately a bird just flies right <laughs> onto her hand. Uh, notably doesn't try to fuck her hand, which it should. That would happen. Okay, so now they splurge. They got the rights to Britney it's Spears. It's Britney, bitch. We're seeing the hot girl again. Oh, smooth, Max. Max just ran into a door when he was looking at the hot girl. So tragic. And she's like, she's helping him up. See, he's still a cuck. He's not cool yet. Just wait. Oh, uh, cool. That's how you know people are cool is if they're first chair clarinet. Yeah, that's the, the sign you know how of the popular coolness. girls <laughs> always played first chair clarinet. And Max, meanwhile, plays bassoon, notably not a cool instrument. Mm. Yeah. So, anyway, so he's clearly not cool. Troy oh, McGinty, shit. day one, is like, hey, I'm going to bully you. This kid's gross. Ew. They have the same haircut, though. Very similar. <laughs> hey, you got a D, <laughs> D minus in woodshop. Wood F's and everything else, but. I like a smoky bone. Oh, true. Play a game with your favorite pirate <laughs> frog. What the fuck is this? Okay, <laughs> pause it. I need time here. I'm right, taking right, one of my pauses. Right, we're taking a pause. One, this, two, three. This song is iconic to my childhood. <laughs> what is happening? This, here this is this? terrifying. Well, because uh, when Max does character introductions, we do. It's like cutaway graphics. Like the the head is frozen, and then it's like a a literal like different little cartoony graphic. So. He, uh, it turns out that Max used to be friends with Troy McGinty. This is like really good character work that'll pay off later. Trust me. In the third okay. act. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's, there's a, a reason, reason why there's this creepy ass giant frog here. Well, listen. This is why this script is actually good for a kids movie. Is because every little thing, like the pheromones, that comes back. Every little motif comes back. Uh, in this okay. case, he's showing. Uh, us, the audience, that he used to be friends with McGinty, and McGinty used to be a little pussy boy. And once at Max's party, uh, Max's dad, who always wears costumes, wore the costume of this Scottish frog who is, you know, a big deal in this universe. I wish it was a big deal in ours, McGoogles. Uh, and little, little Troy McGinty pissed his pants. So it, let's say in the future Max is trying to get back at bullies. Guess what he's going to do? He's going to psychologically ruin Troy McGinty. Think about it. You know what I mean? So we're only 13 minutes in. We have met, what, three or four villains? We're three At villains least now. Three, yeah. There's one more, I think. This is, one, this is probably the only script I can think of that just has four <laughs> villains independent of each other. That's not like a kung fu movie. Those always have three villains right. like, in sequence. 
this movie is drawing from every decade of film history. You know, all right, the Jackie Chan. Let's get back Tarantino. into it. Okay, I wasn't done, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Resume. So little McGinty is like pissing himself. Everyone's making fun of him. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so this kid has been traumatized. Well, maybe this is what made him a bully. Right. This yeah. that's his origin. Yep. Exactly. Origin story, man. The deep psychological impact that it had. So we're getting together for the big first day assembly. But uh we have some trouble. So Max is getting thrown into a mud puddle. Whoa. As the newsboys take pictures for the school paper. Man. <laughs> That's the news you want to give your students. Yeah. Who's getting bullied this week? He, he's dumping sawdust all over Max from a sawdust pit that schools just have, <laughs> I guess. This is horrible torture. I know. He's this throwing him in a dumpster that is slimy. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpsters are not slimy. It's like how you're a kid, you think snakes are slimy. Like, things right. aren't slimy. It just, it doesn't ooze. So, principal's getting everyone together for the assembly. I think Max might have to make a bit of an entrance here. Very dramatic. He's really going for it. Like, Larry Miller, he, he does what he does, and he does it well. You know? Yeah. He make, he's making a choice, at least. Yeah. He, he also yells cease. cease a lot, which I think is pretty funny. That's the kind of principle you want. Okay. This plot line is insane. High school kids. They look like... This is a junior high. He <laughs> he's, he's introducing these football players that he's brought in from Europe because all he cares about is their football team. This principal just wants money for the new football stadium. He's going to have this intendant over to, like, approve the stadium, basically. So they brought people from Europe to play football they, at this exactly. high school? This plotline is so esoteric, and it goes right over the head of a little child. You're like, what? They're bringing in rec foreign recruits for football? Like, what are you talking about? But oh, this is supposed shit. to be a middle school. It's a like, junior high. Yeah. I don't know what the grades are exactly. These, but. these look like grown men. Well, that's the joke. That's what I'm saying. Kids would not <laughs> get this. The joke is that, like, a lot of schools will bring in old, older people oh, from other countries people. and pretend they're young. So humiliated. Listen. Max Keeble. Whoa. <laughs> I have my eye on you who obviously so, just got bullied and shoved in a fucking exactly. dumpster. Larry Miller's like, how dare you walk in here covered in trash as a joke? He doesn't he's not even imagining that he just got bullied. Also, Max shouldn't have come also, in. How is he already in there? Max, like that, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but Max should not have walked in. 
to the assembly. That's Max's mistake, honestly. Yeah. Why would you do that? He has like noodles around his ears. At and least... Josh Peck has just eaten some noodles yeah. out of his Josh ears. Josh is about to eat dumpster noodles because he's so gross. Because he's just fat. And you know how fat people just can't stop eating. Yeah, this is back when fat was like uh, the main thing about most characters yeah. that are fat. This guy's fat. So Max is like epically cleaning himself off in the sprinklers. Oh, man. To some pretty funky music. Yeah, I love that drum and bass. <laughs> and his friends are like, Haha, oh, Max. Oh, now he's Well, blow he's me dry. Fine. Yeah. The scary janitor is giving him a blow dryer uh, job. A blow job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a cool flip book transition. Good cuts. Yeah. Good editing. Okay, Orlando. <laughs> oh my God, Orlando Brown, Brown from oh That's So Raven. God. This was at the peak of his powers. So, he, here's our introduction. Is are you hearing this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how well the audience can hear this. This is a self-made rich middle schooler. This is another character you see in shows like Recess, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna meet kids in middle Super school. Super like, like entrepreneur. Yeah, this kid's like running the stock market, like in between classes. I thought that there were kids like that because of movies like this. And he also bullies kids, but like in a business savvy way, which I think is interesting. Oh no. <laughs> he's setting up teachers so, with yeah. like trust funds. He's doing. He's yeah. He's basically a day trader for his teachers, so he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I wish that there were kids like this in my middle school. Josh Peck yeah. has like eight meals on yeah, his fucking has, train. Yeah, he has like four <laughs> that hot dogs. That he won't share with Max, except for his he's carrots. So fat, except for his carrots, because he's fat. Yeah, it's all about fat. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, malarkey. This administration should all be fired. They're <laughs> the worst They're enabling the like physical <laughs> torment and psychological. Oh, here comes hot teacher though. Okay, so his breast spray. Pay attention to that. It mm. it all comes back. I'm telling you, classic setup payoff. Yeah, and we've all we've met all four of our villains at this point. So let's recap. So <laughs> we got Ice Cream Man. We got yeah. Principal. Jamie Kennedy. We got yeah. Bully. Yeah, Evil Principal. Stock Market Bully. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, we have... Oh, yeah. They're milking that Who's Britney. the fourth one? I Man, can't remember. they're just... Well, there's two bullies. Two bullies, a principal, and an Ice Cream Man. That's four. Hmm. Oh, shit. It says her name on the chair. It literally right? says her name on Which, it. Which, you know, it's plausible. She's first chair. It yeah. Could be. <laughs> anyway, this is when we're getting into our central friendship conflict. So, it's a lot yeah. like Mean Girls, where his mm -hmm. friends, he wants greater things, and he debases himself from his friends. It's already starting right now. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Mm, man. He's already just, like, way too horny for Jenna. He's ignoring his, his friend, who is way better for him. She understands him. Yeah, of course. Temporary storage foisted on us by someone who is absolutely no threat. 
appreciation of what we do here. So this is the band teacher. Now the Norwegian football players have entered. We see that the whole room is overtaken by football equipment. All these Norwegian kids say is yes please throughout the whole movie. But not in a Norwegian accent. Yeah, very So this is this is a bit of slapstick we're about to get. They're <laughs> the, so the football players are also they they play tuba. Also tuba. You know how players. Scandinavians play be playing the yeah. tuba. Yeah, like really while they, the they play, they go, they make a football play, and yeah, then they yeah. jump into the stands and yeah, like they're playing with yeah, the band. Classic stand-up bit. Scandinavians be playing their tuba. Also, did they not know that like people don't just play football in Norway or Sweden well, or wherever the fuck they're from? Hold like, that American thought. football. Yeah. <laughs> hold that thought. <laughs> you you might be happy it's, with how okay. things unfold. All right. God damn. Okay, so here's another thing. This school is right next to a fucking petting zoo, but it's a petting zoo that has like monkeys and like 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 ostriches at it. And it's you know, right as next most door. Petting zoos do. So Max is obviously a cool guy. He's best friends with everybody at the petting zoo, including the animals. He's introducing a monkey to us. They've been buds. It's one of his best friends is yeah. just a Max, fucking monkey. Max has a heart of gold. So look, look! It's like a Who's shanty wow. town if you look at it. It yeah. looks like a sh like a desert town. Who is that guy? I, I recognize him from something. But this, this guy location, running zoo. and it's right next door to their like brick and mortar middle like, school. Literally right yeah. next door. But you know why? Because we're setting up another conflict, which <laughs> My is my god, the the football stadium that this guy wants to build. He's gonna have to tear down the animal shelter no! next door. The so, animal shelter petting zoo. So not only do we have four villains, we have four conflict plot lines going on. This is an in this insane movie that's less than oh, an hour and a half go. long. Inciting yeah. incident. Fuck. Now we're finding out that he's moving. So he's moving. The big move is here. Yeah. Damn, she really is a discount Molly Shannon. I know. I know. She's good. Listen. You're probably gonna make plenty of new friends in Chicago. Moving to Chicago. Sh Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> this was gonna be. Wait, why, okay, dad, wait. You know? Sorry, I think I might miss it. Why are they moving? Because he, this guy is a cuck to his boss, Foge, and Foge just wants him to move. Oh, cool. yeah. Foge is like, you're in a new office. <laughs> yeah, now. and classic. you're like, you have to move by Friday. Yeah, yeah. You gotta move. We're, you're moving. Soon. You're finding a new place to live. But <laughs> this is also. What enables our sandbox bit, as we can call it. This is the bit that sells the movie for me when I was a kid. Because he's moving, he can do whatever he wants. Whatever he wants, yeah. This was my main fantasy as an anxious little boy. What if I could just act crazy at school? Because I was too scared to. Right. But, but I would watch Max Keeble do it, and I was like, yeah, I want to move. It's wish fulfillment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he doesn't see that angle yet. He's at the junkyard that he hangs out at with his <laughs> with his two friends. As we all hang out at junkyards yeah. with their buddies. Yeah, this watch is cars like, it's get like, destroyed. It's like Donnie Darko. They, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Is like, this is the Donnie Darko they, for our time. They live in a very dystopian, like Mad Max city. If you really look at things, there's just like a petting zoo yeah. with like all kinds of other animals. Yeah, you don't and you don't pet shit. You don't pet monkeys at a petting zoo. You don't zoo. pet ostriches. <laughs> 
man, the budget for this movie must have been insane. But listen, if they introduce a locale... Like 50, 60 mil, easy. Oh, yeah. If they introduce a location, it's going to come back here. They're not just at the junkyard. The junkyard will return. The junkyard is like a character of the story. And this is why this is a better script than any Disney Channel original, other than High School Musical, of course. Well, so far, the... The acting is a lot stronger than High School Musical. Okay, so Alex D. Linz is a great child actor. Yeah. I'm not joking. Oh, here's the evil ice cream man. It's not a dream this time. Okay, evil ice cream man, me. You're wondering why, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He, he chucked a fucking paper at the ice cream man. Jamie Kennedy could murder hit this kid. <laughs> he could literally like take him in his ice cream truck. And I mean, kill that's honestly, child. if you look, because Jamie Kennedy's chasing him down in the ice cream truck. What's his goal to run him over and kill him? Oh, like, yeah, that cops pulling him over. Yeah, but he gets caught by the cops. Luckily, because otherwise Max Keeble would have died in this scene. <laughs> he would just ran. That's the thing. Like this ice cream man wants to murder Max. Yeah, he's a like, psycho. A, he's literally a psycho. And again, I wasn't a traffic violation. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whitest fucking for... shit. Yeah. Oh my god, Did you it's see... um... Yeah, Gordy from Lizzie McGuire has two lines in this movie. <laughs> He's just kid on bike in this movie. Wow, just throwing away the talent. It's amazing. God damn. I thought maybe you and I could come up around school. Oh, she redid her hair. She's trying to impress Max. So, well, and also, it's just not working. Also, God. she's like, hey, let's save the animal shelter that we love. We're best friends. And he's like, listen, bitch, I'm moving. Like, I don't have time for this shit anymore. The animals mean nothing to me. <laughs> so, he's. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. He is starting to debase himself. So, the secretary, like, the assistant to the principal, her name is Phyllis Rangoon. Rangoon, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, what's your problem? Phyllis Rangoon. What, what could, what's the problem then? It's is great. she supposed to be, like, vaguely Asian? Is that why? Where it's like we have to give her, like, yeah. Crab Rangoon right. kind of a name. Well, Prince, she looks. I don't want to stereotype, but she looks Mongolian. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, we gotta give her. I think Asian you're stereotyping. Name. I know that is mean because <laughs> mongoloid is not a good. Uh, never mind. We're not gonna get into. It. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So principal is wearing purple. He's wearing a full purple suit. Yeah, oh he's God. dressed like Fucking the Joker. Prince. Yeah, <laughs> like because it's a kid's... channeling yeah. Jack Nicholson. Again, right now. this is a kids' movie, so we have to know just by looking at these people that they're villains. Because Vill yeah. kids are stupid, right? He looks like a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, what principal just wears like a fancy a suit? suit? Well, this this purple suit with gold, like a gold undershirt. Yeah, yeah, and gold tie. Gold this man is insane. He's a psych. All the villains in this are psychotic people. Whoa, boy! Pure evil. Pure evil. Also, I like whenever a principal's tell the entire uh their entire motivations and why i'm evil to the child yeah, yeah yeah but whoa great turn great evil turn and mouthwash larry miller is good at his job he's chewing it we stand larry miller yeah wait who's who's he gonna bully today let's see the shirt come off oh yeah uh -oh. mcginty's pulling off his shirt he's showing a robe who's the new victim today Freak yep. with Rogue. Called it. Freak yep. with Rogue. And then all the kids repeat it back when they. <laughs> Freak with Rogue! Yeah. 
So honestly, Josh, you're begging to get bullied. Right. Wearing Look, a robe everywhere. Wearing a fucking He's not robe. even switching up the robe. Yeah. It's the same robe. Yeah, well, you, all the budget went to the, <laughs> They just had no budget for costumes at a certain point. Oh, they spent it all on... Oh, no. So this, <laughs> this extra steals the show. McGinty's next victim. <laughs> you got to check this out. He just put him in a glass box? This is... in. Yeah, this is insane. He put him oh, in a glass God. box, and so now Robe is puking everywhere. Again, what? where are the teachers? Where are the hall monitors? <laughs> this Wait, is... so why... Why do you... What? He just... I don't know. Claustrophobia? All right, so now we're back to our... Kid. Bathroom rates? He's charging kids no, to enter the bathroom on his Palm Pilot. <laughs> oh, He's my like God. He's, like, running... He basically has a square before the square was invented. All right, so McGinty's coming in. So how do how do McGinty and this kid? Yeah, they gotta be in cahoots. Exactly. Because if he's paying off the teachers, yeah, the he brings in Keeble to give him a squirrely, and then the Palm Pilot kid is like, "Oh yeah, take stall number four. They're in, they're working together." Cut to the teacher that is being enriched. Water. Yeah, this is our fifth villain technically because she is not good. <laughs> Keeble tries to just walk in. You're turning. You're dripping. I have rules against. Yeah, he's dripping well, with toilet water. This lady knows. She knows about all the bullying. It's true. Yeah. Wow. That's the worst. When you're a kid, that's worse than going to prison. Is yeah. right, writing a big essay. Yeah. Drip dry. He's realizing. <laughs> it looks to camera. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, he's making eyes at us right now. Max. Max just went full Chad mode. <laughs> Sicko mode. Max, he took a bite out of her apple that every teacher nah. has on their desk. <laughs> and tossed it. He threw it. He just <laughs> cuts the landline. He cut her phone cable. Full sicko mood, Max. He's going full dead poet society. He, he got yeah, on her he, desk and he <laughs> kicked her globe across the across the room. Eight thousand words. That's kid stuff. How about twelve thousand words? Do I hear twelve thousand words, ladies and gentlemen? Oh no! And the kids are the kids are like twelve thousand, twelve thousand. Get off my desk! Get off my desk! He's jumping to other kids' desks. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> homage, definite homage. <laughs> oh, who are you gonna call? Uh -oh. Yeah. She, yeah. She gets on phone. Phone's cut. Oh, uh. Max is oh, different. Oh man, that's sweet. He's turn. doing a spin. Wow. He's walking Damn. with a swag. Whoa. Yeah. Oh man. Hot teacher. That's discount Charlize Theron. Yeah, right and yeah, he that. just kissed her hand. She's like, I'm kind of horny. She, yeah, for this she's like, do I want to fuck Max Keeble? <laughs> yeah, I want to fuck this little boy. <laughs> because everyone does. Look at him. This is like, you know, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, how she just turns on a dime. Yeah, yeah. This is that level of acting. <laughs> he's just, he's a different man. What so is, you're saying, you're saying Alex Kutz was robbed of the Oscar? Yes, of course. 
So he's formulating how to get back at all the bullies at this school. And it turns out that he's a fucking genius. <laughs> so he's meeting up at the junkyard with the gang. Don't know what that means. Oh, I, I don't know what that means. That's I'm going to be honest. Horrible. <laughs> So he's selling them on dude, his plan. This kid is owning this role. I'm not turning it out. Every- I'm like, we're not joking. He's owning it. He's so good. Yeah. He's like young Leo. Yeah. We're like, you totally buy him. What happened to this kid? Where is he? Like, that's what I'm saying. Most kid actors suck. They're so annoying. He's great. So he's getting a big head. He wants to do his master plan. They're like, hey, we want to be your friend. A big head, but not a big forehead. No, 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 no. Tiny (laughs) forehead. Um, Robe is concerned. So they... Robe's so right. Yeah. They reluctantly agree to to this plan, even though they're like, hey, can we just, like, say goodbye to you this week? And he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to be, like, psycho mode. Yeah. Fucking, like... We're going to borderline murder Yeah, we're going to be Machiavellian fucking geniuses. All right, so now we have Palm Pilot Kid in cahoots with Jamie Kennedy, almost. Man, this guy, well, it's because he's he's a finance guy, so yeah, everybody he wants a net butt of the business. Yeah. By the way, Orlando Brown, great actor. Yeah. And he's fallen upon tough times. I think he was arrested for domestic abuse <laughs> and, like, a DUI. Oh, but listen, this is pre-all that. Separate the art from the artist, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Uh-oh. Max... It pulled the coil from the ice cream truck. Wait, so that th- they don't like each other, ice cream man. And no, yeah, you're right. They man. actually don't. But you know that coil that every ice cream truck has that's exposed that you can just <laughs> yank out, and then all the the cold in the back of the truck just goes away. <laughs> so they just yank the coil, and they switch the PDA kid's briefcase in one fell swoop. I like how they just, they some... got two done at once, okay. man. Like there, this is some insane shit. So McGinty is trying to bully a kid at his locker. He's opening his locker right now. How could this be? He's hearing the song that triggers him. The one thing that is his weakness. And as you can see behind him, you can can see Robe peeking around the corner. Just wait. Wait. First of all, great shot here. Yeah. Wait for the pan over. Through the wall. Fincher type shot. Whoa. Whoa. Max Keeble is on the other side. With, like, a freaking stethoscope that's playing this song through the wall <laughs> straight into his locker. It's genius. Kid's oh a genius. Oh, my God. So now we have... Tapping amazing. into so, the deepest, darkest fears yeah. of this child. So he's gotten back at four villains now. This is the last one. And the biggest. The boss battle. I can't believe this guy makes his office look like the Oval Office. Yeah, he has this little... That's so fucked. Yeah, he has this little projector screen that pulls down and it, it looks like the Oval Office. And he always doesn't turn off the camera. What an idiot. He and does this consistently. And then yeah, now, every and day. Like, even the teacher's goofing about it. Okay. All right, so... We have another horny robe Uh-oh. scene here, <laughs> but it's for a purpose. Oh man, robe just Look, oh, oh no, you he, do he you. dropped a Oops. beaker on purpose. Sorry. Yeah. So, you remember how I was talking about full careful. circle? 
he's taken the pheromones Amazing. that we learned about in scene number two. Yeah, because every middle school lab has a vial of yeah, pheromones. That's week ready one to education <laughs> of seventh grade. You learn about sex stuff. All right, so now our br our briefcase boy is learning that he doesn't oh, have his briefcase, no. or they all they did was take his Palm Pilot. I'm pretty sure. He, he, his hand whole held. life is on there. I know. This he is back function. when they. This is back when they used to call it a handheld. Yeah. Remember that? PDA. Yeah. This kid has like a first gen iPhone, basically. In 2001. <laughs> <laughs> he has high tech shit. Ice cream men are always creepy as fuck. Yeah, I guess that's what they're playing. There's like off a of. luring aspect to it all. It's like, come eat but the ice cream. Ice cream going down. <laughs> Evil ice cream man's going down. I love how she that's has a just... different haircut again. But listen, see, Mac, oh. he's still a little rooted. He can make friends anywhere. I don't want new friends. I want you guys. Robes lightening the mood. So this is touching. He's they're still friends. Okay. So we're setting up for this going away party. I think something might go wrong there. Yeah. His friends. Okay. So look at this. Look at how his ice cream is situated in this truck. It's like <laughs> it's like paint sense. buckets of ice cream that are already tilted. Yeah, just so, ready to be melted. So if it melts, it all just spills out of the truck. That's just how it is for ice cream men, you know? <laughs> That's how it be. All right. Chat with dad. We sprung this on you, Max, but it sort of sprung on me the same way. Max has got a sick computer. Yes, dude, he has a Mac. What if I didn't take the chocolate? What then? A home? The food we eat? The clothes you wear? That takes a lot of money. I just can't see why we can't stay. Well, sometimes. <sighs> Max, life, gonna come back to bite you. Max, you we're poor. Because <laughs> other people who have power over you tell you to do them. Damn. No, Dad. I mean, if you rise up and, 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 and show that you're not afraid, those people will no longer have control over your life. So he's trying to uncuck his father. Whoa. What have you done with Max? Oh. What have you done with Max? <laughs> Who are you? See, they're doing a little Realize. bit here. It's very cute. It's believable. It's funny. It's everything you want Thank out of a movie. You. Damn. So he's trying to get his dad to stand up, but kind of half-heartedly because he is standing up. And he doesn't... At a certain point, he's not going to want to stay. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is that this might come back to bite you, man. Okay, so now this it's... uplifting message that you're giving your It's father. nighttime. We're going spy parody at this point. Well, they already did a little bit of an Ocean's Eleven yeah, shit yeah, back yeah. there with the palm switch. Exactly. So, now they're wearing black. He's wearing a black robe. Robe is. <laughs> okay, so we do see robe in a different costume, at least. Yeah. So they're breaking into their school. They're sneaking in through the vents. Something you gotta do, you know. Some diehard homage, possibly. That's one thing I always thought would be a lot easier to do as a child. I was like, yeah, you can just sneak yeah, just anywhere sneak. with yeah, vents. Yeah, exactly. Air vents are child-sized. All right. He catches the Coke can. It was about to foil everything. We have this, like, evil-looking janitor. 
He's just doing his job. Who's just really bad at his job. Bro, yeah. Robe is sticking out of a well, window he, halfway. No, he, he's the guy that helped uh, yeah. Max uh, clean well, up. Again. Tidy up. That will play into what we see Whoa. in the third act. Whoa. Yeah. Robe. <laughs> Robe. So let's see what they're doing here. They snuck into the principal's uh, office where he does his addresses. They open his computer, no password protection. It's just open. It's ready to go. Uh, this is like pre-internet. Uh, there hacking. were passwords in 2001. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there were passwords then. So she pulls up a pie chart that he just has that <laughs> says that the stadium costs are 97% of the budget of the school. Oh man, they're just gonna OD him with so that's pheromones. God, that is horribly dangerous in how much they're just putting pheromones. So they're in putting, this case. yeah, they're putting pheromones in his breath spray, which mm. he's been using again. Everything's full circle, Amazing. man. Genius. Genius shit. How do you think of it? Uh-oh. This is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing you guys. You, no, you need to focus up. This shit is gold. <laughs> this is... Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for my second I'm just pause. taking this all in, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rope just, like, like pratfalls. He's fat, so... <laughs> yeah. Horrifically. It's an open field. Yeah, there's nothing to trip on. <laughs> So they did it. They pulled it off. They broke and entered. Damn. So his mom is obviously sad that they're moving. Right. She's having second thoughts. At this point, he is not having second thoughts anymore. Yeah. So far, th this is all played out in like just a couple of days. Oh, yeah. Like Max. So less than five This is what on like Wednesday he, and they're he, supposed to leave yeah. on Friday. He turned on a dime. He was like, we got to act now. So he's fine with moving at this point. He's like, fuck my friends. Fuck my life. I want to get back. Well, there was always a tinge of a kid up to something in there. It's not like well, yeah, he turned into a different person. Well, that's why it's a fantasy. Because we all think that we have a little stinker inside us. Yeah. But, but no one... Oh, man. They got the frog guy. Yep. He's found the Magoogles head. The Magoogles. Okay. So now we have Max pulling up at school much like McGinty did whoa shot that parallel. jacket yeah the shot is parallel to McGinty scenes he's taken off his jacket Troy McGinty notably oh, not written in blood so this is our last bully I forgot how many fucking villains <laughs> can there be in one movie so he's in the gym Fuck. boxing by himself. Boxing, oh my god, this know, is insane. This is oh my god. Yeah. This is torture. Terrifying. So just he, imagine. They shut off the lights in the school gym and he's coming in as Magoogles in full costume. The one thing that makes this kid cower. Jesus. Yeah. What did he do to him? They cut away. <laughs> What did that frog do to Troy? Yeah. Poor Troy. The, the next Never scene, know. Well, no, the next scene, he's in the SVU doing a rape kit. <laughs> <laughs> so this janitor hates the principal. Everybody hates the principal. I would hate this fucking principal. So they're waiting for this superintendent this to show up. This principal does dress super nice, though. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh, hate yeah. against He's this. spraying those pheromones. So, yeah, he did the breast spray. Uh -oh. All these petting zoo animals are horny for principal Larry Miller at this point. You don't notice, like, yeah, this breath spray 
So taste good. The whole time he's been obsessed with this superintendent showing up. He wants the school to be in ship shape for this superintendent's visit. I think Max might have a different idea, you guys. So here we have a um, a Tim Meadows type. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> discount, a... discount Tim Meadows. Yeah. Who was already a discount of somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even get Tim. <laughs> But he's playing. He used to play football for this school. Mm -hmm. He hates being here. Yeah, right his now. nickname is Crazy Legs. He really doesn't want to be here. <laughs> Whoa. Edith sucks. So principal just wants to ascend the power ladder. Yeah, he just wants to like suck this guy off, basically, so he can get the football money. All he wants is a football oh, stadium. Oh, gross. He, well, you know. Oh! Just, yeah. So he, he kept Crazy Legs' job strap, and then he sniffs it. Also, why why does anybody just get somebody else's jock strap? Wouldn't that be just something a, that you can... You know, he's an icon. Thing. Yeah. I'm sure FSU still has, like, Chris Winkie's jock strap somewhere. Yeah. They're like, this is Chris Winkie's... This is Jameis Winston's used condom. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's evidence. <laughs> they would have to steal that. The police have that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's showing him a diorama of the football stadium so we're entering the gym the scene of the crime yeah the lights are out in the gym oh no tell me oh. this kid didn't just get diddled he, oh my god <laughs> oh my god shaking. he's shaking under a bleacher we're talking about McGinty here the frog got to him yeah Our, the bully has been bullied He's been reduced to being a child. The newspaper kids. Okay, well, this is the gym teacher is the only like actual good teacher that they <laughs> yeah. see a kid traumatized and they're like, get out of here. Let's, okay. uh, let's, what's wrong with I'm this worried kid? About him. So the animals have broken out of the shelter. That's something that happens if you're keeping a monkey in a shanty town. <laughs> yeah. they, it's very easy to break out, there's no doors. But they're all horny. Oh man, they I, they're just all gonna start humping this principal. So we're in they the library like at this friendly point. way. Well, this is our first taste of animal horniness. Wait, how did the pheromones get to the petting zoo? Because they're so strong. You know? So a squirrel from outside just Just went... from him spraying the yeah, mouth his mouth. Yeah. The, she gets she gets the... into it. She's like, just a drop will do this, and the bird flies in. Okay. So imagine what the bunch of breast spray will do. It'll make those... At least it, the squirrel's inside of him, but he's still doing some sweet dance moves. Yeah, the oh, whoa. The squirrel is, like, Dude, entering Larry Miller's right butt. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Miller is being violated underneath his suit, so it's all implied. But this squirrel is fucking it. <laughs> the squirrel just had his way with him. Yeah. So oh, things coming back for round two. So things aren't going well with crazy. We've legs. had two rape scenes in the oh last like God. five minutes. This is a dark masterpiece involving animals. Tim Miller's dark masterpiece. So okay, Max is getting a leaf blower out of the janitor's closet. What could this be for? It, and he's getting a tuba. Now, what do these things have that I like, to combine? I like how we're kept in the dark about the intricacies of his plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all, perfect, you know, it's perfect all show, show me, not tell. don't tell me, except yeah. for when he tells you in detail everything. <laughs> in that case, it is tell me, it's don't show me. <laughs> so, Jamie Kennedy 
in a robe. Oh, it's the PDA. So Robe is like very strangely giving Jamie Kennedy the the business kid's palm pilot. If you want the ice bag, meet me at the junkyard. Okay. So he's basically he's blackmailing Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I try this? Soup? Yeah, he's selling ice cream soup now because he just has he can't buy a spare part. Yeah. You know, or it another was literally truck. just one yeah. piece. He's selling spoiled milk. <laughs> this girl. Okay, so the the girlfriend has had like six different hairstyles. What's per movie. day? Yeah. Every yeah. single no. There's at one of the scenes earlier. It was two in one day. Well, she's, so she's just she's trying to impress Matt. Yeah. She's she, like, which one do you like? Yeah. Please. Okay. Oh God, robe! They walk around. What? Walk around the pillar. <laughs> so, Max has a lot of spaghetti on his plate. Yeah. In the cafeteria, burgers, sloppy joes. They're serving everything oh. in the cafeteria on this day. Food fight. So he hits this Asian chess kid. Yeah. With um mashed potatoes. Classic. He he says who threw that. Max is like, oh, that kid. <laughs> Points to some rando. <laughs> Looks like Gibby from iCarly. What? So that kid throws the sloppy Joe. This is a perfect day for a food fight. They're serving every food that you yeah. would want. In yeah. Your, in All your of the sloppiest food. It's such a messy. Yeah. And it's like everybody has a different fucking meal. Yeah. Uh-oh. So. Oh, man. Remember whenever, like, when growing up and you thought that food fights were a thing that would oh, actually man. happen? Well, those happened in my middle school. Whoa. I went to a very troublesome middle school. <laughs> They I were, always dreamed of yeah. getting into a food fight, and it never they happened. Were, the thing is, they were more violent in real life, because yeah. it was like a real brawl would break out, and then people would just start throwing food just because they They would could. start throwing, like, apples yeah. Yeah. and grapefruit. Yeah, people well, were like, ow. Because well, all the teachers are focusing on, like, the murder happening, so <laughs> then all the other kids are like, ha-ha. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did You did spend a few years in juvenile detention. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That might have been it. I was in a psych ward because I watched this movie so much. <laughs> so... We have a slingshot situation. So why did Max get that tuba and that leaf blower? How is it going to figure Are in? We, oh, man. Again, it's going to figure in in out. the greatest set piece in comedy history. The, the reporter kids are having the best oh, coverage of any paper. The reporters exclusively report on, like, bullying and, like, bad things happening in school. Yeah, but this school, there's so much happening at this school. This yeah, week. yeah. As we, you there's know. I thought fight. that would be a bigger part of middle school is, like, reporters kids <laughs> like kids who are always on the scoop okay so mashed potatoes you think they could be a lot more angry that somebody just threw spaghetti all in your nice camera like yeah, your yeah, hundreds yeah. of dollars my DSLR <laughs> yeah. alright this is disgusting uh oh this is every kid's dream man whoa they're all so having a blast but shit is getting all over the big portrait of crazy legs on the wall there's so much food in this cafeteria. The waste. This doesn't the, make You can't even sense. see the floor anymore. Yeah. There's so much food. <laughs> the tears of all the homeless children. Yeah. <laughs> so now can't eat. Okay, Is so. Is the ultimate movie about white privilege? This, yeah. this motherfucker rigged the leap blower into the tuba, and he's running what? mustard through it and out of the mouthpiece of the tuba. Oh, God. So he's just shooting a mustard gun everywhere. <laughs> he's created a weapon. <laughs> This is, oh it's, just a it's genius. Everyone's just doused so in mustard. All of that that's just also for the food like fight. just the worst possible thing. Yeah. So this whole time you're thinking, well, at least Crazy Legs sticky. isn't in there. Well, I have bad news. He's entering the cafeteria. We got a problem. 
Larry Miller is beside oh, himself. No. He said his catchphrase. And they ceased. So Crazy Legs is out at this point. Wow. So much mustard. <laughs> Man. This is utterly without precedent. Plus, it never happened before. That's a solid joke. It's like a yeah. Michael Scott t- style joke where he, it's he a redundancy. says something and yeah. then he says. The- mm-hmm. Who started this? If the culprit does not step forward, this instant, swift okay. and horrible retribution. Yeah, so Mr. Monkey. Again. Who is the monkey gonna fuck? Oh, oh yeah, fuck him. So. <laughs> He's he's tackled Larry Miller. Larry Miller is in a pile of what looks like shit <laughs> on the ground. He's just getting his face mashed into this shit yeah. by the monkey. Yeah, what even is that? Is that cake? It's got to be pudding of some kind, but... <laughs> it's literally, that's just not even food. It's, I guess it's pudding. You're right. So Crazy Legs. Crazy Legs. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He's very disappointed in Mr. Principal. Also, this principal is a large man. This is a very small chimpanzee. Yeah. Like, this chimpi- chimpanzee has got some fucking Larry Miller is, is weak. <laughs> okay, so now we have McGinty we in therapy. I bully kids. Boy, it's more than bullying. The McGoogler. He has painted fingernails, by the his, way. Yeah, I love his black fingernails. He's basically an e-boy, if you think about it. Well, he's been dealing with the trauma of this yeah. his whole life. Like, in 2019, this kid listens to Mac DeMarco. Yeah. Chamber of Reflection. <laughs> oh, my God. How so, could you do that? Yeah, this therapist this did a horrible job. This is the worst job. fucking therapist I've ever seen. You don't just shove the frog shoved, in his yeah, face. Yeah, she shoved the little toy in you his face. You know what you do with any trauma victim? Oh, he's trying to get a new one. So it costs three. Uh oh, he's getting an IM on his Mac laptop. He's getting catfish. Meet me at three p.m. at the junkyard. <laughs> Similar message to what Jamie Kennedy got. Mm-hmm. They have each other's shit. That's evil. This is some Black Mirror shit. It's, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> Black Mirror. It's yeah. It's like that episode with the pedophile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. I'm sorry. They're so, gonna have to do battle. Yeah. So Orlando Brown has Why? the coil. Wait, Jamie, why does he have the... Oh, was that in his... He switched the briefcase, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Jamie Kennedy, great shot right there, great by the shot. way. He's in the yeah. claws of the... Oh, Hitchcockian. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. So they're at the junkyard. Again, I told you it would come back. The, the setting looks a bit like the Wild this, West. This is very Breaking Bad right now. It's like oh, yeah, two, yeah. Co- this two crows about to a, a lot of yellows yeah. in the color palette. <laughs> yeah. I want my hand held. So we're having a showdown. Jamie, there's no one working at this junkyard. Again, there's just no oversight at all. They have each other's shit. They won't just simply give it to each other for some reason. What? Keep in mind, Orlando Whoa, Brown is supposed to be hat. a child. Yeah, yeah. Again, the hat, toss he the dresses tie. like a grown man. Yeah, because he's, he's still a, a kid. He's a business boy. He broke the coil. He's broken the coil. 
There's no going back at this point. This, this so, ice cream man is about to assault a child. Yeah. This is... Okay. You know what's stupid about this is that, like, that coil looks like that costs, like, $5. Yeah. This was established as a $300 <laughs> phone. Exactly. He could probably find another coil in the yeah. junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> There's, coils There's just a bin full of metal shit behind yeah. them right now. So now they're just like, oh, yeah. the claw. It's a really depressing oh. fight. Like, but Max is operating heavy machinery. <laughs> Max just knows how to do He's destroying nobody. the ice cream truck. He's lifting it off the ground. <laughs> Cone first. Not only that, the, all the ice cream, he hasn't cleaned out his truck yeah. yet. Yeah. It's, it's full of ice cream soup. It it's, looks like Bob Ross's yeah. studio They don't hear there. this heavy machine operating yeah, no, behind no. them. Oh, so he's going to crush gonna kill them? them? Yeah, oh, my God. Is that what you think? Murderous? He's hovering the ice cream Holy truck shit. above them as if he's going to murder them. Oh, my God. And he's literally. Yeah. Instead, he just dumps out all the ice cream soup all over them. Perfect precision. Yeah. The thing is, if he. Oh. One wrong move on the on the knob yeah, there. He murders if he like them. hits the wrong <laughs> yeah. button, yeah, he's he committed a double homicide. <laughs> it could have happened. But it's Max, like Max moving to Chicago is not going to solve you from this. <laughs> <laughs> they can't charge is... you for a crime that you did in the suburbs in Chicago. All right, so is Troy not scared of Magoobal anymore? He's learning. Uh-oh, he he's knows re- who did so, it. So, yeah, McGinty's realizing who did it. Larry Miller is realizing who did it. Oh, fuck. These two guys know who did it. All of our villains oh, know who did it. Oh, shit. Meanwhile, though... We got Brittany again. Yeah. Meanwhile, Max is still a Chad. Again, milking that Brittany. Don't say milking when that girl pops <laughs> oh, up. <God. laughs> oh, no. She, I looked it up. She's not young, old enough to, to talk about it like that. <laughs> Stay for one milkshake. She's getting in his face, dude. She's. I. The implications here. Yeah. Staying for a milkshake and then, like, whispering milkshake to him. Yeah, he looks so much younger than her. Very horny. Yeah, I. Okay, so now They're chugging. Is this okay, like a goofy right. goober situation? I'm taking my pause. All right, we're gonna pause. Three, two, one. Wait, we're having like a SpongeBob movie, like goofy yeah. goober situation. Right, just getting drunk on ice definitely. cream. Definitely, we're rounding into our. Oh my third god, act we're here. in the third act already. I know yeah. it's the flown pacing by. for this it movie is, flown is extraordinary. By. I, I, this scene where we just pause, it, this is so vivid. I remember this. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I posted a screenshot of it on Twitter. Okay, this is iconic. Max Keeble is at this milkshake bar. <laughs> Which, you know, you have. That's where all the cool kids hang out. He has, he's knocked down, what, eight he's, milkshakes? Yeah, we're right joining, now? he's just chugged, we're assuming, these other seven milkshakes. He just finished an eighth. He's going to have a monster shit. Dude, later. his indigestion yeah. is wild like, right I, now. I could never. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, I drink a glass of milk and I'm just reeling for yeah. the rest of the day. He's, he's flanked by two upperclassmen girls that look like they're like 30. <laughs> um, and they're like, they're horny. They have their arms around him. It, we're about to swoop around and see across from him is little Romeo. Okay, so he <laughs> does come back. They didn't he just get him for one but scene. Think about the amount of shit that's happened in 58 minutes here. This is pretty unbelievable. We've not only set up four different conflicts, yeah. but they've all intertwined They're together. all about to start paying off. Yeah. I can feel and it. And now they're all coming back for vengeance. Exactly, which I didn't think was going to happen with still half an hour left exactly, in the movie. Exactly, because there's so much to, so, to tie up. 
Keeble executed his master plan yeah. all within the first two acts. Yeah, and this is this is I think p- maybe part of why it didn't do well at the box office because for a child this is very complicated. Right. And you'd think that like this would be the this... clim- the climax of the movie would be food fight, Max Keeble gets away with it. Yeah, Boom. I just can't believe like this exactly. movie, like the budget, this budget, the budget for this movie is twenty five million. Yeah, like they weren't like skimping on this kids movie. Now, like they would make this movie for like three million dollars, but they actually like had well, something. It, yeah, because it has it could be a Disney Channel original movie, and then it would have a very low budget. Oh, and, no budget and bad actors yeah. and a bad script. There, oh, those movies are bad. We can. There's a reason why. Yeah. I mean, this movie has a solid twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, very okay. modest. Wow. Listen. This sh- that is proof that Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. Well, the other reason this movie didn't do well is because it did come out like a week or two after 9-11. Yeah, it came out that's, October 5th. Yeah, I that's, think not, a, said, that's so. not a bit. It actually did. It was, And this is true. Like, comedies right after 9-11 all tanked. Yeah, because right. like, that was not a time when yeah. people wanted to laugh. Jason Alexander, hot off Seinfeld, got his own sitcom, and it was supposed to be like gangbusters. It got canceled really quick, and he still to this day... Is like well, I don't want to blame it all on nine eleven, but but listen, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Tobias the Fume movie Day. that premiered, like the big film that came out the week of nine eleven, was Zoolander, and Zoolander Tanked. famously like bombed, bombed. yeah, hardcore. Well, yeah, this movie, I just had the the box office pulled up. It only made seventeen million, yeah. off a twenty-five million yeah. budget. I mean, not only were people not in the mood for comedy, people didn't want to go to like big public spaces like a shopping yeah. mall. They were scared. Yeah. Um. So yeah, listen. Don't blame Keeble. So you're saying that Keeble did? Oh my God, are you turning on Max Keeble? Didn't do nine eleven? I think. Hear me out, okay? I think Max. Th- he saw the end product. He was like, "This wasn't my vision going in for the movie." He he hated it. So to make sure the movie tanked, he did nine eleven. Oh. Fuck. To make sure that people wouldn't see it. But why would he not be pleased with the end product? Because he wanted. He wanted to kill people. <laughs> yeah, that's he wanted to murder Jamie Kennedy and Orlando Brown. He wanted to. So he murdered actual people. Yeah, he wanted the he wanted the you know implied sexuality. He wanted there to be sex. Maybe scenes. this is actually a true story, and he was like, "I made something that's too real." Yeah, and I can't let this get out of the world. It. I don't want anybody to see All this. Right, let's let's resume. Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Every milkshake is a metaphor for a different tower. <laughs> All eight of the towers. Yeah. And as you can see, Lil Romeo just received Tower 7. I'm not saying, but I am saying. So, we have a problem, though. That was Robe. They're at the party that they were throwing for Max. Max is too busy trying to fuck. I know. He's too horny. They're at also, this, this is style number eight for this girl's hair, just straight yeah. down. This, this, this is the best one yet. Hat. They both have this little cowboy good. hats on. This, honestly, throw a better party if you want them to show up. This is a lame party. This is I wouldn't go to it's this not party. It's that lame. They got tiny hats, silly string. <laughs> this is way better. Yeah, but though. yeah, Max yeah. is like getting laid. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking in the ice cream shop. Everybody's just like standing on tables Yo. as you do yeah. at the soda pop. Lil soda Romeo fountain. is rapping. <laughs> And they, they just showed up to it, and they see him dancing on a table with Jenna. Oh, oh no. So, they're crushed. So disapproving. They're fucking crushed. They're Buddy's dying. This is the Mean Girls moment where the friends are like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, you've you know? changed. Yeah. Go back to your party. 
So transparent. Oh man! Damn! Oh, shit! She likes you. She really likes you. Here we go. Yeah. It's all coming out. Yeah. He, he. This whole time, he didn't know that Megan wanted to like hold hands. How could you not know, Max? You know what? I, I've been with you. Oh. <gasps> I'm going home. Damn. Oof. Wow, man! They're done with when him. shit hits the fan. Are you still a fan? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> that's no. what Kendrick was talking about. Romeo's Romeo, yeah, Romeo swept in. Romeo's like, yeah, I don't know where Max went, but shit, <laughs> I'll slide in. <laughs> so, he's he's calling uh, his what's her her name? The friend? Yeah, he's calling his friend's phone. And mom picked up, and he's like, listen, just tell her I'm really sorry. And his mom's like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get a block of cheese. So his dad comes in in a cheese suit. Uh oh. Ready? Guess what? We're not moving. We're not moving. What a sick joke! All right. She just broke all her fine china. <laughs> yeah. I finally gave Foge some of his own medicine. You Foged Foge? Again, that's that's just a way to say a cuss word without saying it. She's trying to oh, hug him, but he's in a cheese costume. Oh, no. Okay. Great fish eye This is when shot. Max starts, like, tripping balls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the, yeah. What is happening? It's like an acid sequence. He can't comprehend that he's not moving. And this is... Oh, oh, oh. Is it? Yeah. Another classic kids movie trope. Oh, pass out. He faints. Uh, yeah, because we all used to do that when we were Yeah, kids. I think I've said this before. One time I wrote a script for a screenwriting class, and I had a character faint, and my teacher was like, do you think people just... <laughs> do you think people just faint? <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess that's just like a cable thing. <laughs> He's like, a what thing? I'm like, never mind, never mind. Never mind. You swine. Oh, no. Max, this is your fault. Again, so everything comes back. This is our dark night of the soul yeah. in terms of Joseph Campbell's uh, monomyth. <laughs> you either die Truly. a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become Max Keeble. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he's got to make it right, you know? So we enter our third act. Max has to make it right. And everyone hates him now. Well, well he, Except not for the cool kids. kids. Well, just wait, though. They're gonna hate him too. He caused hundreds of dollars of damage. Oh, and like thousands! A, a he literally picked up. He destroyed an ice cream truck. <laughs> He's committed felonies. So McGinty is bullying Robe, unfortunately. Pound you every day. So yeah, he's back on his bullshit because he realized that it's Max's fault. So he's like, I'm not just going to bully Max. I'm going to bully his best friend. Right. It's targeted Again, now. Machiavellian shit. Oh, the suit's gone. Orlando Brown, no more fancy suit. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got, got a tracksuit. He's wearing a tracksuit because he's moving full on mobster. He's going into like, he's like Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos at this point. <laughs> What the yeah, fuck? Larry Principal. Miller is is pushing kids. He's knocking over their books. He's full bully. He's gone insane. Max Keeble has driven him insane. What? Max Keeble moved to Chicago. I just forwarded his file. Uh oh. Here we go. Uh oh. What's his name? Still getting fucked by Jim Drake. Animals. This is Rangoon. A moment of your time, please. 
Miss Rangoon is a great character. She's so not about Larry Miller. This this movie's kind of like an allegory for corruption. Yeah, it is. And it, complicit. It's a, yeah, it's about class war. Yeah, class warfare. Selling like out who? Class. What does it take to stand up to the people that are in? Why? Cahoots? Okay, so I don't know. I haven't noticed this yet that he puts on a suit <laughs> over his other suit. Well, because it's a prop suit. It's well, it's a it's a it's a president suit instead of his like Dick Tracy villain suit. Because <laughs> yeah, he's oh my okay. god. So he's doing his announcement. Max has drawn drawn over the Oval Office background, and now it says, "I'm wearing a thong." And there's somehow he's photoshopped himself. Himself Ran, in there. Rangoon couldn't bother to warn put... him. Yeah, that's yeah. At this point, Max has fully outed himself. Yeah, why would you not? At, like, why would you put yourself there? But listen, so now Larry Miller's saying, "Because of Keeble, you guys are fucked. I'm gonna fuck everyone over. I hate you all now because of Max." So now even the popular kids are like, "Well, fuck Max then." How fast they've turned on him, you know? This is the true Dark Knight. Turns the out they weren't really your friends at all. Exactly. He's he realizes. But they're still laughing at Max's little Kill! prank. Okay, today's class we're going to review some of the elements of grammar. So Max has to act now. He has to do something. He's gonna pound me every day for the rest of my life. Dob says I have to give him all of my money. Forever. He's just completely fucked his friends over. Uh oh. And look who shows up. Max, you gotta do something quick. Yeah. So he snuck into the janitor's place. Janitor's looking at him. Well, he did fuck the janitor over. Yeah, that's a giant goddamn mess. Look at this One man had to clean up so much. But listen, Max gets what he wants from people. There you go. There's that apology. Yeah, he gives him an apology. There's sad clarinet playing. It's all better. And now my friends are going to get wailed on because of me. And I can't do anything about it. Damn. I mean, any kid can make a mess. Takes a man to clean it up. Wow. And he likes him. The first, the The first like sentence by the janitor. All we thought he was. He says that one line, but he gives wisdom. Man. I thought I'd stood up to the Sometimes you get vice in the lowest of places. <laughs> that's not courage. That's ex-courage. Damn. Ex-courage. Or as um, <laughs> as Moondog would say, sometimes you gotta low to you know, get low to get high. <laughs> you gotta go low to get high. Christ. So who can name a few? Betray. Oh. Deceive. Lie. Keeble on the mind. <laughs> How about uh, yeah. Screw over. Stab Teacher's like, okay, guys, you need so to This see is you. oddly you need to specific. Go somewhere. Okay? Do you want to go to the therapist who will traumatize you even more? Keeble's on, he's on the TV now. He's making an address. My fellow Americans. Rob is already happy again. Yeah, Rob is like, I, I might be mildly retarded. I like you. He's just happy to see him not in Chicago. He's saying he screwed up. Larry Miller is seeing that Keeble has taken the TV. Most of the kids, most of the kids are just like, who is that? Yeah. Oh, they know him at this point. I may have run before, but I am all Is that was that the spaghetti trash kid? So he's he's challenged he's him. He's challenging them to. He's like, don't beat up my friends, beat me up. Right. He's biting the bullet. True man move right there. But now Larry Miller caught him. 
He was literally in his office. Do you see so how his a... hairline is like a square? Yeah. His sideburns yeah. go so forward. That's Chad energy. Oh my god. He's gonna murder He's threatening his life. People who do crimes are fools like you. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the allegory here. Mm -hmm. Class warfare. Ground full. Larry Miller is just getting outclassed every time. Okay. Oh, turns so on. Max oh, just shit. Yeah, Max turned on the camera without Larry Miller knowing. And keep in mind that everyone d still hates Larry Miller. But so am I. <gasps> he doesn't know that he's on film. Fiddlesticks is my budget. Oh, all wow. the, you see the band She's teacher. God, smack him. Band teacher's pissed off. Janitor's pissed off. <laughs> you describe your next 24 hours. I am going to mete out a punishment to you that is so severe, future generations will refer to it as the He's like an inch away from Max's face. <laughs> He's literally gonna like break every bone in Max's I body. I know. He's full psycho. Dude, he's this lost guy. it. He's threatening. Everybody in this movie needs to like yeah. go get seek professional help. I, honestly, most of my principals have been like okay people. Right. <laughs> Thought they'd be a lot worse. <laughs> so do you hear that bulldozer? Larry Miller is unhinged. That's right. You don't know. Uh-oh. You thought you saved the animal shelter. It would appear not. Is he just going to, like, kill all of those animals just <laughs> with a bulldozer? And what's his plan with I all the animals? I think that is his plan. Made? He's literally just going to run them all over with yeah, a fucking bulldozer. There's no bulldozer. relocation plan. Listen, dude. He's locking him away. Yeah, he locks Larry Max Miller in the is by far closet. the most evil character yeah, that's in I, this. Yeah, well, movie. he's actually lost his mind. Like, your bulldozer idea is going. It happens. <laughs> You're not exaggerating. <laughs> so, uh -oh, bell rings. It's 3 o'clock. Oh, no, he's not going to be able to meet people outside. All right, so Palm Pilot Kid is going to beat the shit out of Max. McGinty, going to beat the shit out of Max. Ice Cream Man, going to beat the shit out of a child. And <laughs> probably should go to prison. Ja yeah, Jamie Kennedy, going to watch in a creepy way. <laughs> I mean, when even the principal of your school is still insinuating violence, there's no stopping these people. Yeah. Max Keeble and friends. Yeah, is what his shirt, his says, shirt says Max Keeble and friends. He has such a huge t-shirt budget. Yeah. You can't wash it out. He's literally ruining like, so many white t-shirts. Sometimes he just has to like, just re-bully yeah. people to yeah. keep wearing the same shirt. Yeah, He's yeah. like, sorry, I know it's twice in one week. I just, I'm out of white yeah. t-shirts. So Keeble snuck out, of course. He's, a, he's, an, expert he's an expert lock picker. Yeah. Fallout game is strong. The two newsboys are riffing on headlines for Max's death. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Cable. Cable. So Miller shows up to kill Max, and Max is not there. He's left. And the janitor locks oh, him man. in the fucking closet. The janitor has had it. Man, love this I janitor I would do the guy. same. At it. least that's one thing. Uh, school might not have been as cool as it's predict as it's predict like shown in this movie, but at least you don't have like truly evil principles. Yeah. So that's a plus, I guess. Okay. So we get back into Larry Miller being very weak. Uh, he just ran into the door to try to break it down. <laughs> the door is a pull door. It's not. A, it's not a push. He's he's his IQ is like twelve. <laughs> All right, Max showed up. He's like, guess what? Beat me up. Welcome to our parking lot of pain. Parking <laughs> lot of pain. The, the news kids love that riff right there. Yeah, yeah. The news boys that's like, their headline. Yeah, they're like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so this, these, how he's, he's like yeah. hitting this. Larry Miller's trying to break out. Well, I'm not a doctor. And neither was McGinty here. He's right. This is pre That's So Raven. He's like mid-puberty. Yeah. Orlando Brown? Yeah. So Max tries his best to oh, he's no, that did their not side. Yeah, he tries to bum rush them, but he's gonna get killed. Okay, I, my third pause. I need it right now. Alright, pause one, two, three. So with a movie like this, there's so many threads. Yes, they are tying up, but we need one big tie up, you know? Uh, we need a moment that will go down in film history to end this movie. Is this is the set piece coming here? We're yeah. about to get something here. We're, we're getting something big. There's only 13 minutes left in this movie. Well, wow. Max Keeble has gone from nobody to somebody to universally hated, and now he's universally loved again. Man, this is literally like hero's journey at its exactly. finest. He yeah. has the student body behind him at this point. So what are they going to do? How are they going to help Max Keeble? It's got to be big. Where did Ernest go? Am I allowed to resume? No, I just, think he just thought I just... would just ramble because I've been rambling so much. <laughs> so he like, just he left. Just keep carrying this. <laughs> Listen, I, I do mean, just can... want to say this guy who's the main McGinty. Yeah, Troy he, McGinty. He is one of the ugliest looking fucking people he... I've ever seen in my life. So, hey, good news about him. He still gets good work. He's actually doing better than most actors in this. Really? He's on like CW shows. That's something. What does he do? He, I mean, he's never a hero, obviously. He's, he's just so he just, unattractive and also yeah. not a good actor. He that looks I like don't know. he looks like Paul Shear. He has <laughs> he has these like this gap tooth. He looks like he should be balding. He's very pale. He's sickly. not unique enough looking. Um, but Paul Shear has a look. Well, this guy just the way he talks also. But this this guy gets a lot of work. Like I'm proud of him. He shows up and shows. Yeah, good job. Good good for him. Troy McGinty. Right, I can't where's say the Max same for at? Orlando Brown. Um. There's probably a GoFundMe for Orlando Brown somewhere. So at this point, this is this is pretty much our climax here. Max finally yeah. physically confronting his bullies. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck you were, but I set it up. <laughs> we're ready to go. Ready, three, two, one, play. I think you just got too scared. So you had to you ran you scurried <laughs> off. Ran, run away. Yeah. So she just played a little clarinet riff. You're like, what? But what is that noise in the distance? Oh, we're not going to take it? So Robe oh, shit. has his robe off. Whoa. And he's waving robe. it. He's waving it on a flagpole. And the marching oh, band oh, follows him. Oh, here come football players slash band members. The whole band. Yeah, all these football tuba kids. 
Which, by the way, I got to talk Also, about. I guess there's only three people on a football team. On the whole football team. Yeah, there's only three people. <laughs> they had such a budget for Robe has that. removed the robe. So they're playing We're Not Gonna Take It. The instrumental here is definitely keyboard fake instruments. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very synthetic. I didn't notice when I was a kid, though. I'll tell you that. It so passes. Now everyone is surrounding the bullies. The tables have turned for like Whoa. the 20th time in the movie. They are scared. We're taking back our school. Yeah. No more being pushed around. No more being stepped on. No more Mr. Not Nice Guy. Nice. Nailed them. Okay, I need another pause really quick. <laughs> I just... One, okay. two, three. So, I didn't understand this at all when I was a kid. The, it turns out that these kids are not actually from Europe. They just have to act like it so they're allowed to go to junior high school. But they're really like old Americans. So he accidentally slips and says this like very poetic line here in, in clear English when he's supposed to be acting like he can't speak English. And oh, then shit. he follows it up by looking around and being like, yes, please. <laughs> anyway, though, that plot to a kid... Would you ever, not under gonna register, would you no ever way. understand that? Why is that so complex? It's, it's insane. Like, anyway, you can you can resume that it. That plot just it plot boggles my mind. One, two, three. <laughs> He's like balding. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, that was weird. I mean, that just feeds into the allegory of. The corruption going unnoticed. Yeah. So the kids, the, plans. the kids are mobbing around these yeah. bullies now. Now at this point, the now football the tides players turn. Yeah. Uh, Larry, it's Miller's, okay if we kill the bullies. That's the thing. That's fine. They're gonna murder them <laughs> unless someone steps in. Larry Miller still hasn't broken out. He's just. He's looking for something to break. He's starting a chainsaw. <laughs> But uh oh, looks like the door was open the whole time. Again, he <laughs> just had to pull it. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't know if he was smart at also, some point. Also, didn't the janitor like lock the door? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Faulty door. So all the nerds now are about to murder our bullies. I don't know what happened to Jamie Kennedy. He's. I think he might be dead. <laughs> well, the last time we saw him, he was covered in ice cream. Yeah. That's it. There's the cutscene where he drops the truck on him. <laughs> That's the deleted scene. But wait, Max stopped everybody. Wow. Shit. You can't bully the bullies. About all this the wrong way. We are no better than the bullies if we do exactly what the bullies do. I mean, we all we need to stand together and make our school Amazing. Wow. See, this is the lesson that was lost to America. You're right. This movie tanks, so people kidding. didn't learn. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a racist character. <laughs> Let him go. Let him. Yes, yes please. Whoa. Okay. So we have our cake. We eat it too. Max is like, "Don't bully them." The football kids just drop him in the dumpster. <laughs> it's a good medium. Why is that wart kid I, that, just crying? The kid's always crying. I don't <laughs> know. This kid just. He's like, I have warts. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I cry a lot. Yeah, he just weeps. Uh oh. Jenna's asking oh, him out. Whoa. Oh my god. She's like really feeling him up. Yeah, yeah but just Max has own. learned his lesson. He's like, sorry, bitch. I'm hanging out with my friends. Ooh. What the? She just shushed Yeah, her. she shooed them <laughs> like they're animals. 
Oh, is Max gonna get a kiss? He holding oh, hands. Oh, and that's even better. Oh, beautiful. See, this is what every kid wants. He's shorter than even the girl who's age appropriate for him. He's <laughs> right? like a foot shorter than <laughs> the her. The keeble. So Larry Miller. Oh, oh my God. He's literally he's, going to kill them. He's spray painted. <laughs> he's going to kill people. He has spray painted the keeble on the bulldozer, and he's going to murder all of his students and all these animals. <laughs> Okay, insane. he's torn down the yeah, gates. He tore down the, the, the petting zoo. <laughs> he's going to just run over all these goats uh, yeah, and he's horses. Murdering... Keeble jumps Keeble on a truck. Keeble is full Tom Cruise right now. <laughs> he jumps over the fence, does a flip, lands on an ostrich. <laughs> he's riding an ostrich. Max Keeble is riding an ostrich, guys. And he's doing it like, pretty well. Like, he's, he's, he's handling it. Yeah. He is a lot like Ethan Hunt. He just knows how to do shit, and you're like, oh, I guess he yeah, knows yeah. how to do that. <laughs> So we've in. gone, this movie has gone from Ocean's Eleven to a little bit of Wild Wild yeah, West. To The Shining. <laughs> this is very Jack Torrance. Yeah. This breakdown. Now, just fucking Mission Impossible. And now we're at Mission out. Impossible. Max is having a standoff on the ostrich. <laughs> you Honestly, know, they actually plan to use this set piece in a Mission Impossible movie, and they're like, shit, Max Keeble yeah, did it for yeah. us. Yeah, he did it. We can't that, ride ostrich versus That looks bulldozer. like a real ostrich. It, it is. They did a good job with he it. He rode Again, an budget. ostrich. We have a budget. Oh, God. So we're getting back into the kung fu parody. He's, I, he's doing the thing where his lips are saying something different, like it's yeah, dubbed. Yeah, it's dubbed. It's, you know, we're not going to talk about it. It was a different time. We were in an innocent country. Uh -oh. More pheromones. He did the breast spray. He never figured why it out. Would it, yeah, why would he, he figure that out? out? Like, huh, every time I'd seem to spray this. Uh -oh. Also, why do, you need to, why do you need breath spray before you're going to beat up a, a little kid? He's going to give him a big kiss. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect newspaper throw, yeah. by the way. Like, yeah, Keeble shoved a paper to <laughs> unlock the gate to unleash hellfire upon Larry Miller. These animals so are all gonna. They still, yeah, they still. He tore down the thing, so there's just all these wild animals riding around the streets yeah, on now. the loose. The two guys are now in the dumpster. In the slimy dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> Full stampede. Oh they all want to fuck yeah, him. Literally this is horrifying. A fucking stampede. Like this is literally terrifying. Yeah. If they catch him, he's gonna like die. He's gonna die. They're going to trample him. Yeah. I've seen Mr. Hands before. <laughs> It's, I didn't want to, but you know it's middle school. So he all did of it. those animals are just wild on Boom. the loose. Like why? So now Max is in the school newspaper. Yeah, the we newspaper finally get to see. By the way, that great payoff. Yeah, these kids are allowed to report this is, on anything. This is the greatest paper ever. Like think about yeah. all the sweet I know. content. Yeah. Also, they got did that you week. see that there is a thing where it's just like new species of mosquito found in Mexico? <laughs> so it's not just stuff in the school. That yeah, was no. just a little side column on the front page. Okay, oh, freeze frame ending. And so, he's still there. They so, but the cycle get rid continues. Of all the villains. So we're wondering. Yeah, we were wondering wh what happened to Jamie Kennedy. He's, he's still on the he's loose. He's still out there. Max Keeble's big move too. I mean, they're setting it up, but it flopped. So, <laughs> guys. So now, you know what we should yeah. do? We should make a fan edit of Max Keeble too. The problem is if I oh of, of the second one yeah let's just okay. make a second because if I were to make like a my personal ideal edit of the first movie it would just be the first movie yeah you can't improve on it in any way it's a perfect film can we turn this music off sure yo is this <laughs> dude, come on man I, I I like these credits design yeah. they're nice good graphics bubble this looking I mean text we well, gotta be honest this is a good movie it's it was very well made it is the script is a little too crazy well, zany i 
but it, it's a it, it manages movie. it man right. It's a kids movie well, and it manages to pay off all its setups. Exactly. Last week I talked about that. It doesn't go full off the rails yeah, ever. I, I, but I did. I talked about that book by that comedy doctor guy who like who fixes broken screenplays for a living. He did talk about the movie Chicken Little. The reason it failed is because it had two central problems, and you really just need one. You know, you don't need the sky was falling and some other shit was going on with him or whatever. I don't remember that movie because I, I didn't really like it. anything about it. And yeah. he said the reason it didn't take off is just because. Oh, that the newer Chicken Little, the chicken, the only Chicken Little. Well, that's based on because uh, the newer one, they made it like aliens. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like the sky's falling yeah, because of aliens. aliens. But then there was also another big problem. And you just can't do two. Especially with little kids. And that's and this, why Keeble failed, because there's yeah. four. There's, like, a <laughs> like, billion things going on in this movie. They all, like, come together. Like, it makes it's sense. It's actually pretty impressive how it, it all, it's all, like, intertwined. I mean, the pacing is also good. It doesn't feel super rushed or yeah. anything like that, that. I mean, okay, so my first impression for the first time seeing this, I can now, like, say wholeheartedly that Max Keeble definitely had some kind of involvement in 9-11. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's my biggest takeaway. There are undertones. Is, like, just... You can tell throughout the movie, you're, by the end of it, he's looking at the camera like, I'm about to do something. <laughs> like That one moment when he looks at the camera, yeah. he looks into your eyes, you can see, if you look really closely, we didn't quite freeze frame it, but I thought that I could catch the towers just, just as saying. a reflection in his eyes. I mean, regardless, it is a bummer to me that this movie didn't do well. Um, Alex D. Linz is amazing yeah yeah in this movie where is he what happened to i him? mean a lot like, of child just actors know. just you know when they become an adult they look different and did his forehead become a normal size and they just <laughs> look like everybody else no it's just he hasn't know. worked since 2007 yeah i mean it's just it's like think jonathan lipnicki do you want to see him now no you don't want to see jonathan lipnicki anywhere you oh wanted to God. see him when I... he was a little boy what what happens to these people that like have success as kids well, it, the thing is it all depends on how much money their parents save for them because Which probably the parents, yeah, yeah the parents get control over their money so he's, he probably has to work at like a car dealership or something <laughs> oh no he's just like hey you ever see max keeble as he's like taking somebody on a test <laughs> he's drive like, yeah he's like a, a depressed paper boy <laughs> he's, just he's forced to be a paper boy and ice cream man but Damn. yeah he just like he doesn't act anymore maybe it's just by choice maybe he's like yeah i don't like acting um, he was the star before this. He was in a George Clooney movie. He was like the star child of it. He was in uh, his whole- first credit is the Cable Guy. Well, it's wow. uncredited. Oh, shit. He was in the Cable it's Guy. It's uncredited. It's oh. probably one tiny thing. He but was, he was he was Home Alone three. He was the star of Home Alone three, which was a yeah. horrible movie. But I don't remember him being particularly bad. He did have a bowl cut in that and spiky hair in this. The spiky hair does make him a lot. Yo, cooler. he was the voice of Young Tarzan. Yes. In Disney's yeah. Tarzan. Oh shit. Yep. Damn. That was I mean uh, this a year, great. two years before this. This kid's fucking awesome. Uh, all of our child acting is very solid, except for like the extra type characters. Yeah, the kids with one line suck. But even still, course. it like it almost like adds to the humor of the movie. That like I kind of look forward to shitty extras in yeah. a kids movie. But like, I'd say the the teachers are bad. The 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 hot teacher and the other teacher <laughs> they weren't that great. No, yeah, definitely not. But the janitor was solid. The janitor's good. Larry Miller is great. He's, Larry Miller oh, is dude, great. Yeah. He is. He's, um, he's always he's playing like kind of like a little bit of a retarded well, guy. Because he, he's <laughs> there's a lot of people who are definitely no. like somewhere on a spectrum. Josh Peck, Jesus. without a doubt, is <laughs> no. Well, there's something wrong with Josh Peck. <laughs> Come Larry, on. Larry Miller's whole thing in any movie is like he's kind of uptight, and he starts off like that. He starts off like uptight evil guy. He slowly descends into like madness. Oh yeah, he wants to murder yeah, children. Like he, 
we don't see it, but he ends the movie in a straight jacket somewhere, like or dead. He kills himself. Like, yeah, that's in the post credit. There's scene. no coming well, back. He's just running away from the from, from a, a stampede. A stampede and that's, that wants that's to it. fuck That's him. the last. I mean, what else can we say? This is this is a great movie. It's it's it really good. is. Yeah, like. I preferred as a small child watching this over like old Disney movies. I don't really like those movies. This movie o- overstimulates you to a point that other shit is just not the same. Also, I wanted to make a grander statement here. Uh, I think that m- this movie and movies like this uh, play into the reason that our generation is all depressed. If you think about it. Because of the wish fulfillment aspect. Yeah. The expectation of growing up. Is mm-hmm. so grand. Well, yeah, that was like, so popular at this time. Now we're actually getting movies like Eighth Grade that show like more of a realistic yeah, scope that of movie, what it's like. That movie's not aimed at children. It's not for elementary schoolers. Yeah, like, no, this, no, no. But this I'm is saying, a PG movie. Yeah, and, but like this was this did get a theatrical release, and now this would just be like a decom something like that. That yeah. I mean, there's still movies like this that exist, but it would just be on Netflix or something like that that has some kind of yeah. like, wishful yeah. thing, like The Perfect Date. Which you'll be talking. Uh, well, the big I already talked. Yeah, I talked. The about. big thing is the fact that they actually put money behind this, and you know they they worked with the kids. They made yes. sure they had good performances from these kids. Yeah, there was a filmmaking aspect to all of these sequences. This now, if they made this movie now, it it wouldn't be there. Wouldn't be any sort of style to it. It is stylized. The, yeah, it, it is. Stylized. Yeah, it has a a look to right. it. Right, like they put work in the movie, mm-hmm. and that's rare for these movies. I watched another Disney Channel movie last week, and it was fucking horrible. Stuck in the suburbs. It doesn't hold up. I, I didn't like it back when I was a kid either. But like the budget is bad, the shots are bad, the line, everything about it is bad. And but mostly the acting. And the acting like, is yeah. Usually with those movies, the main characters that we follow, the acting is horrendous. Yep. And the appeal is not whether or not these people can act. It's more about some weird, wacky concept like Smart House or Luck of the Irish or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Where that you're not there for the performances. You're there for like Ooh, the this one is little a- like gimmick. Thing. Yeah. With this, like of course you have a gimmick type thing but it's all bolstered up by really strong performances it is like i'm not joking we're not joking right now yeah it's funny like watching this and then you see that has like just overall really solid kid acting all around with the cast and even now like whenever you see like stranger things and the it movie that has all these good casting and then you watch something like dumbo that has really bad child <laughs> acting and it's just like I if if Max it's Keeble possible. if Max Keeble can get it right then why can't you you like right. don't have an excuse I feel like I mean I get like <laughs> casting kids is hard yeah whatever but when time and time again there's good child acting it's like no no you don't have an excuse anymore yeah. Disney step yeah. it up and this movie closes up in an hour twenty seven minutes which with, without credits gets it's in, like gets out hour twenty three probably yeah like that's so I mean short. we we talked about it when we did one of those uh, little uh, breaks. Uh, but the what you would think is the climax of the plan, like coming into its own, and the food fight, and and Max like coming through with his uh, machinations of what he wants to do. Yeah, that happens with thirty minutes left in the movie. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. fact that they devote that entire back half to the repercussions of the decisions that he made, yeah, and like him having to really reckon with being so reckless. Great, and great I mean, choice. there's uh, like what three good set pieces in here with the food fight, the junkyard scene, Magoogles. the end scene, Magoogles. It's all amazing. Like, there's like several like good set. So we're pieces not going to take it. 
The Even the, the the very beginning starts off with like this yeah. epic yeah, chase. That was one scene of the that, best parts. Yeah, actually. it's a very Tony Hawk. It, like it's a memorable movie. There are Tony scenes Hawk. you can think of and be like that scene, which is rare for a kids movie. They don't have to be that good. Kids watch anything. Uh, what happened to Lil Romeo? Uh, he became he became not so little. He tried to <laughs> he yeah he tried to transition into just like rapper, but like I think Lil Romeo and Lil Bow Wow had a similar uh, career where they tried to be yeah. like rappers and also actors, and then they like weren't cute little kids anymore, and people are like, oh, I don't like them anymore. Yeah, and also like if you're trying to establish credibility, it's kind of tricky when you're coming from Nickelodeon. You know right. what I mean? Like that, some people do pull that off totally. But that, especially in the rap game, if you're coming out as yeah. Lil Romeo from yeah, Nickelodeon's so Lil, Lil Romeo, Lil Romeo is credited chance. as himself. Yeah, he he, his name is Lil Romeo. Right, it's awesome. But and Tony it's not, Hawk, it's not a fictional version yeah. of himself. And it, Tony Hawk just, is Tony him. Hawk. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's fucking. Lil sick. Romeo has been working a little bit. He's been in some <sighs> some garbage. Oh, I also did want to say though. He plays. Yeah. What Max does to get revenge on each of these characters individually is it's like Dante's Inferno level irony, like dramatic yep. irony. Yeah. Where like uh, Larry Miller wants to kill the animals, so he makes the animals turn against Larry Miller. You know, uh, he knows the one thing that makes the bully get bullied, so he turns that against. Like it's all like like Shakespearean yeah. shit, and Dude, I'm not even that, joking. That froggy shit. Oh my <laughs> god. So that kid is going to be scarred for life. Yeah. Dante would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up, guys. <laughs> Max Keeble. We bought a mic. We bought a Keeble. Mm. Uh, let us know what you thought of our commentary track. Let us know what else you want to hear. We will be having a The Rock double feature, courtesy of oh my myself and Adam Sidorius, winners of the Oscar pool. So we'll hopefully get that out soon. There's still time. Summer movie wager coming up. So... Lots of opportunities to watch things. This wasn't bad. Do we this know wasn't which, torturous. No. Do you know what rock movies we're going to watch yet? Or is that still up in the air? It's or? still up in the air. I'm I'm circling somewhere around the Tooth Fairy uh, I'm so in area. on the Tooth Fairy. I have yeah. seen that a couple times. I wish yeah. that we could just do a double feature of the Tooth Fairy and the Pacifier. Oh. Vin Diesel. That's, I'll talk that's to Adam. Too. I've seen the Adam. Pacifier about 30 times. I've, I loved the Pacifier okay. as a kid, and I'm sure it's out. not good. No, but the script is very straightforward. Written by Tom Lennon no way. of Reno 911 and Rob Grant of Reno 911. Yeah, oh, my God. Awesome. They wrote that, and they wrote the National Treasure movies. Fun fact. Ooh. Or I think, that no, the Night at the Museum movies. Oh, okay. They write... Uh, not as good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. All right. Good stuff. We bought a mic, uh, Twitter, Gmail... Leave us a review, five stars, iTunes. Let us know what you thought. And uh, keep it real. Keep it with Bambi. What we should uh, commentate next. Yes, yes. You guys want to plug anything? Twitter, uh, Letterboxd. Twitter, Letterboxd, Hunt Mobley. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, D-I-E-T-Z-E-N on Twitter. I have talked about this movie at length on yes. there. I will continue to. I'm not out of thoughts just because we did this. Is Alex D. Lintz on Twitter? I don't maybe think so. let us know. Link us to him. Maybe link this podcast to him. Let, oh maybe he God. can come on I the want show. To, yo, we should try and just we, blow up everybody who's on this cast. We think you made a very well-made film. You did a good job. And yeah. don't take the 9-11 stuff too personally. <laughs> Listen, if, Alex. You, if there's things you want to reveal, this is the platform well, this, to do this so. This is a safe place. space. Alex is in hiding. Oh, like fuck. He did it. Um, Damn. 
I'll try to contact him, but I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to have like a voice modulator on him and like, <laughs> yeah. a, and like a GPS scrambler. Like we can't reveal his location. Okay, he's in Afghanistan. Okay. Well, I guess to be <laughs> continued, there might be a follow up to this when we are able to get hold of Mr. Lintz. So uh, yeah, we bought a mic. I'm at Calderness Twitter, uh, Instagram, Letterbox. Um, hit me up and stay fresh. Keep it real. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.